You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. This past weekend, a crowd gathered in Pittsburgh to support a drag storytime hour, far outnumbering the protesters who felt the event was inappropriate for kids. WXXI's Jasmine Singer was there. In Pittsburgh on Saturday, a rainbow-clad gathering of Rochester-area residents, many holding giant cut-out poster board hearts, stood packed in front of book culture on Main Street, shouting, Just be a queen! Don't be a drag! More than a 100 people came out to defend the event Drag Storytime Hour, during which drag performers read books to kids. Slightly separated from the large swath of supporters were a handful of protesters who felt the event was inappropriate. For Catherine Doyle, who sits on the board of the Pittsburgh community, the nonprofit helming the event, which was originally scheduled to happen at the Pittsburgh Recreation Center before organizers were saddled with an unexpected $8,500 fee, Saturday's turnout was heartening. I hope it helps LGBT people to feel welcome and included in Pittsburgh, which, you know, hasn't always been the case. After multiple groups, including the NYCLU, wrote to town supervisor Bill Smith threatening a lawsuit over the $8,500 fee, saying that the discriminatory fee is illegal, he rescinded it. In the days that followed, it became clear that not everyone on the town board was aware of the fee before it was implemented. One of those people was town board member Kathy Kashakar, who attended the event with her seven-year-old daughter, Lane. I was excited to bring her because I I liked those particular performers. Um, and then everything blew up, and to be honest, I'm nervous to be here, and I was scared to bring her. And I regret that that's um, how our community was made to feel. After the fee was rescinded, the Pittsford Recreation Center agreed to fulfill its commitment to host the event, now taking place next week. As the dust settles from the events leading up to Saturday's protest, some in the Pittsford area LGBTQ plus community are left feeling as though their sense of home has been threatened. But others feel cautiously optimistic, encouraged by the positive energy they felt on Saturday. It really is a minority of people in town who wanted to make this not happen and wanted to make people feel like they weren't welcome here. Jasmine Singer, WXXI News. A local family attacked by a homeless man inside the downtown Civic Center parking garage last year is suing the county and the garage operator, MAPCO. They claim officials knew of their alleged attacker and his past conflicts with garage patrons and failed to take any action. WXXI's Brian Sharp has the story. The attack in January 2022 made headlines. Police said a homeless man named Tyrone Oliver accosted 52-year-old Michael Williams along with his wife and 9-year-old daughter as they left an event at Blue Cross Arena. A passerby invited them into their vehicle when Oliver allegedly tackled Williams, punched and kicked him, then grabbed a hockey stick and started swinging it at the couple. Police arrested Oliver. And Monroe County, which owns the enclosed and underground garage, stepped up security and relocated multiple homeless people from the facility. For years, the garage has been a refuge for some hard-to-house homeless, people who either were turned away from or did not want to stay at shelters. Over the years, county administrations have made intermittent efforts to clear them from the garage. The Williams family filed its lawsuit in state Supreme Court. 
The complaint says the county and MAPCO knew about the homeless encampment and that Oliver had a history of having attacked, harassed, menaced, or threatened other garage patrons. The family is seeking damages to be determined by the court. Brian Sharp, WXXI News. Monroe County declined to comment on the lawsuit, which is standard in cases of pending litigation. MAPCO could not be reached. An event over the weekend in Rochester had a goal of creating a safe space for girls aged 10 to 16 to help them learn more about the mental and emotional health resources that are available to them. The annual mother-daughter conference was held at East High School. It was organized by Ronika Burns, founder and CEO of You Are Beautifully Made. One attendee, Tana Dawson, is a medical assistant at Rochester Regional Health. She is raising two of her young nieces after her brother died. Dawson said the event was an opportunity for kids to hear from other adults to help enforce what their parents and guardians are already saying. It takes a village to raise a child, and this is a part of a village that is going to help impact. So, you know, hopefully this message and these presenters will be part of a village that will help your child in any way, even if you are pouring into them, help let the village come out as well and pour into them. Byrne said she was inspired to start her organization after her own daughter was diagnosed with mental illness. Her goal is to continue helping mothers and daughters build their relationships and raise awareness of signs of mental health problems and how to cope with them. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.